0: Control what you can control and try to be happy for that person. Welcome to Monday Morsels, the abbreviated companion to our full-length Friday interviews. This is Matthew Del Negro, and you're listening to 10,000 No's. Beginning of a new week. How's everybody doing? Uh, This is a special week for me tomorrow is the release of 10,000 knows how to overcome rejection on the way to your no my book my first book I say first it is my only but uh, hopefully it's just the first it's interesting the I got a text from someone who is an author herself actually one of my former guests and she said this is a big week for you and I thought yeah it is and yet it's uh, it's all very in keeping with the theme of this show of the facade versus the reality. Uh, the reality is I did the lion's share of the work for this book over the winter, you know, so um, in a lot of ways, it's behind me but now i've been doing press for it so i've been talking about it and talking to some really cool people some of those interviews have come out some of them will will still come out and there are more planned um, and that's always fun and it's kind of cool to revisit it uh, it's been really great to get feedback uh Some of you that are listeners have been really encouraging. A lot of you have pre-ordered the book, which is I'm really grateful for that. If you haven't, there's a link uh, in the show notes. They've been there for the last several weeks uh, or months and, you know, all over my social media so you can get a hold of it if you want it. But um, it's interesting because there is the work and then there is the result and there is the feedback, and all I can control, all any of us can control, uh, in any of this is just the work that we put into something. And if you're like me, there are always things uh, that you will say, "Oh, could this have been better?" Uh, recently, I had to do, I had to pick an excerpt for Backstage Magazine because they're going to run. A piece of the book in Backstage, and for those of you that are not actors, Backstage is the publication. It's a weekly publication now. It's online, but when I was coming up as an actor, it was a newspaper, and that's where I scoured through to get uh, you know auditions that I that projects that I was right for, and I was submitting myself. So it's really a big part of any young actor's uh, journey, for the most part, and. I was picking an excerpt, but they only could have a certain amount of words. And the story that I wanted to pick was a little longer than that. So I had to go through and kind of make some internal cuts. And as I was doing it, I was making these cuts and I'm thinking, oh, man, maybe I could have edited this. You know, maybe this sounds better with the new edits. And that's just the way. I think that's just the way I'm built. It, it never feels done. Uh, that's a blessing and a curse, I guess. Uh, I always feel like I will be a student until the day I die. And I love that. On the other hand, um, it, it has you always kind of going, man, that could have been better, man, you you know, even, even, you know, several months out from it. But, uh, for the most part, I'm really excited the people that have read it, not everybody, you know, not a lot of people have had access, but a few people that have interviewed me, we gave them a digital copy. And I figured, well, eh, maybe they'll read it. Maybe they'll read a piece of it. And all of them read the whole thing. And, you know, one guy who had me on his acting podcast, which I love and listen to myself, he read the whole thing on his phone and he was, you know, gushing over it. And I was like, and not only that, the things that he was saying that he got from the book, they were the things that I was trying to put into the book. So that made me happy. I don't know if everybody will have that reaction. Who knows? People could hate it. People could like it. I really can't worry about that at this point. I mean, I will continue to kind of get the megaphone out and tell people that it exists. I'm very proud of it. Um, but it's kind of like, uh, auditions as an actor, you do everything you could do. You go in the room, you leave it all on the floor and you walk out and then you may or may not get that job. And, um, it's a little bit of the same thing. I will say that it is—it's uh, a vulnerable position to be in more than I realized because when I was writing this book, which was largely last winter, I, it's like I was in a bubble. I was in a vacuum. Nobody was, you know, paying attention to what I was writing. I really nobody was reading it. I was kind of on my own, and then. I had an editor once I got to a certain point and she was great and and I figured, I hoped that she has a discerning eye and she seemed to like it. But then again, she's on the payroll. So what's she going to say? But we had a really good relationship over, over email, kind of uh, honing what I had written and she seemed into it, but you just, you just don't know. And now that it's gotten closer, I go, Oh man, like, what did I write in this book? Like what, what did I expose of myself? And uh, it, I guess I have practice with this in a way because it's, it's a similar thing with acting. You know, you, your job is to kind of bring yourself to it and be vulnerable on the day. And then there's a little bit of a gap unless it's theater, uh, which I haven't done in a while, but if it's, if it's TV or film, there's a little bit of a gap, a, a time period gap between when you do the work and when it is seen and received. And, um, you know, depending on if you like what you did or uh, you like the project or or maybe you didn't or you didn't feel like you, you know, were great, whatever it might be. When that show or film is released, then, you know, you're either really excited for people to see it or not. I feel excited for people to read this book. At the same time, you know, it's, uh, it's vulnerable. So I hope you guys dig it. Um, this kind of dovetails right into the uh, the topic for today, which is your friend's success is not your failure. Uh, let me explain this to you. I got a text from a young actor that I know that they were upset because one of their best friends booked a role on a show that they had gone in for and auditioned for. And it made this person that I know feel a little defeated and uh wondering what my advice was or if I've dealt with that. And I said, absolutely, you know, that's part of I my answer was that that's not just acting. It's it's in life. When people around you do well, I think No matter how much of a well wisher you are, you—if you're being honest—what it does is it shines a spotlight on where you are. And so, if you are not where you want to be, or if you start getting into the comparison game, and you think that that person is quote ahead of you, uh, it's going to make you uh, feel bad about yourself. It's going to put you down in the dumps. There's there can be envy. There can be jealousy even toward your friend. And my advice, you know, I, I think I may play a little clip of something that I I left as a uh, a voice memo, but it's so windy that I can only use part of it. But here here's part of what I said. It's not the last time you're going to deal with that, so buckle up. I think the best advice I could say is what I always say, control what you can control, which is how good you are, how prepared you are. Okay. I promised you super annoying, super windy, but the rest of what I was saying was control what you can control and try to be happy for that person. It's particularly poignant in this situation where it's an actor, it's the same show or the same role. So it really is even, even more specific than, you know, if, if your friend does something different. So I get it. And yet Uh, you know, I cited some of my friends that I've been friends with for so long in this business. And the reason we've stayed that way is because we've been able to be honest with each other and, and to be honest about that feeling of, of feeling, man, I'm happy for you, but it shines a light on where I am right now, or I'm happy for you, but why can't it happen for me? Or it's okay to be honest about it. But I, I think the reason I want to bring it up is when you're happy for that other person and this can also even go for someone that you that you're not friends with someone that you consider to be competition maybe you don't have to be you know throwing a party for the competition i'm not saying that i get it but i think if you if you try to look at what that person has accomplished objectively and you try to look at what they did to put themselves in the position that they're in and how they got that job that you didn't get or whatever it may be. You know, maybe it's a bonus. You're at work and somebody got a bonus. If you could try to look at what did they do? What can I learn from this person? Even if it's someone that you consider an enemy that, you know, the, the, your sworn enemy, whatever it may be, there's something that you can learn from them. And I think you're actually doing yourself a disservice if you throw a pity party. And I get it. You could do that temporarily. But you're doing yourself a disservice if you throw a pity party because there's probably some lesson in there. Something that this person did that you could be doing better yourself. So instead of complaining about it, you're going, huh, hold on a second. I'm going to put these emotions aside and I'm going to examine this And I'm going to pick it apart and go, what did they do that now they're in that position? Now, there may be some times where you feel like, hey, I'm doing all the right things. That person didn't do anything. Why are they skating ahead of me? And that is frustrating. But even that, you got to go back to the 10,000 no's theory, which is, you know, failure is opportunity, which just means that's it's not your time. For whatever reason, I I spoke to Aldous Hodge. Uh, for those of you that don't know him, great young actor. He's the lead with Kevin Bacon on the show that I'm working on, City on a Hill. He's coming on to the podcast. We had a really great conversation. But he talked about all of the you know this theory, the ten thousand knows that I talk about on the show of everything that was hard. Those are the very things that he has that have made him who he is. And that some things that he wished for 10 years ago or 15 years ago that didn't come through, they, they have now come through on a timeline that was not what he originally planned. And you guys have heard me talk about that ad nauseum. I, I know because I get emails and direct messages from a lot of you that that's something that you're dealing with. But so, yes, it's hard. I get it. You really have to, after a certain amount of time, put the emotions aside and not only you know, be looking at yourself, look at that other person, look at the competition, ask yourself, what did they do? What can I learn from? Instead of just saying, oh, they got lucky. Oh, why does it always happen for them? It never happens for me. Well, what are they doing? What What could they be doing that you don't even know about? Maybe they're getting up two hours earlier than you every morning and they're getting something done that's putting them in a position. I don't know. I do know from sitting down with a lot of people that a lot of the people that are really on top of their game, that's what they're doing. They're outworking most of the other people in their industry and that's why they're there. So maybe there's something to learn from. But I said that this dovetailed from talking about the book to talking about being happy for your friends. And this is what I mean. Again, all you can control is what you can control. That's all you can worry about. You can't worry about how the book or any kind of project will be received. And you also can't worry about the fact that somebody else got this external reward while you didn't. You can't control that part. You can control working harder. You can control keeping your head on right so that you're in the right mindset to be ready to receive it when it is your turn. But you can't control when somebody else picks you for the job. You can't. You can just do everything you can to put yourself in a position to be picked. Or better yet, create your own job. And again, that is within your control. You're not looking at what other people are doing. You're looking at what you can do. And I'll leave you with one last thing about this before I let you go, which is that other person that got that promotion or got that job that you think, oh, now everything is, they get everything they want. I guarantee you that person, when you go behind closed doors, They are now, one, they have the work ahead of them to do that job. Two, there's something for them somewhere that's not perfect. So this tendency that a lot of people have to put so much importance on this one event, and generally we do it when it's an event that we don't get, something that doesn't come our way. We put all this importance and make it seem like that was the answer to all of our prayers. It's not, it's just one more thing, one more experience in life. So now that person is experiencing that, but they're still dealing with their own 10,000 no's. Maybe it's in another area, but they're still dealing. So don't go into the pity party, get yourself back on track and keep going. Uh, I hope you have a great week I hope those of you that pre-ordered the book get it tomorrow, October 27th, when it comes out. Uh, If you have not ordered it, I hope you do. And listen, I don't even know exactly how this works with Amazon book reviews, but I do know the gist of it is that it's it's largely like podcast reviews. So if you do read the book and you like it, leave a review, uh, let people know about it. It would really be... uh, It would really be something. If we can get this thing to be a a bestseller, I would be psyched. Uh, If you haven't left a um, a review for the podcast as well, as I always say, uh, you could do that too and share it with your friends if it helped you in some way. And most importantly, have a great week. And uh, we'll see you on Friday and then again next Monday. Thanks for listening to Monday Morsels on 10,000 No's. Any love you can give us by spreading the word to family and friends is greatly appreciated. And be sure to check out our full-length episodes every Friday. We'll see you then.